Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to the Great America Show. Great to have you with us. We're getting down to it again this week. A possible government shutdown is looming. And Speaker of the House Mike Johnson has until midnight Friday to avoid it. Johnson this week proposed a two-step stopgap that would extend government funding for some agencies and programs until January 19th and continue funding for others until February 2nd. That continuing resolution excludes funding for Israel, Ukraine, and the southern border. Johnson said separating Joe Biden's request for an emergency supplemental bill places the Republican conference in the best position to fight for fiscal responsibility, oversight over Ukraine aid, and meaningful security of our southern border. China Joe Biden is scheduled to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping tomorrow in San Francisco at the APEC summit. This will be the first meeting between the leaders in nearly a year. They'll be taking up Taiwan the Russia-Ukraine war, and conflict prevention with China. Among the things Biden will not be discussing in all likelihood with Xi are the China virus that killed over a million Americans, the $600 billion each year that China steals from American intellectual property and technology. Sounds crazy that Biden wouldn't take up these issues. How about any talks at all with a threatening, aggressive Chinese president whose economy is a mess? who keeps trying to intimidate its neighbors, including, of course, Taiwan, perhaps even crazier, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan's purpose for Biden being in these talks with Xi in the first place. Sullivan says, get this, President Biden wants to reestablish military ties with China. 
President Biden believes there is no substitute for leader-to-leader engagement face-to-face to manage a complex relationship like the U.S.-China relationship. And that's what we're trying to do here. The U.S. and China are in competition. President Biden is trying to manage that competition responsibly so it doesn't tip over into conflict. And he's looking for areas where we can work together where it's in our mutual interest to do so. When it comes to managing the relationship, ties and communications between our two militaries are critical. The Chinese have basically severed those communication links. President Biden would like to reestablish them, and he will look to this summit as an opportunity to try to advance the ball on that. I won't get ahead of any announcements that might come out of it, but this is a a top agenda item. In other foreign policy news, Ukraine's greatest fundraiser and president, Zelensky, is giving up on Biden and looking forward to the return of President Trump. Zelensky's cabinet is reportedly doing all they can to get in contact with President Trump to negotiate aid for Ukraine. Trump last week turned down an invitation to Ukraine from Zelensky, saying it would be highly inappropriate to go over there and would create a conflict of interest. You may recall Trump was impeached over a phone call with Zelensky. I can't imagine what the Marxist Dems would do if Trump were to travel to Ukraine now. Our guest today is author Seamus Bruner. He's the author of the all-new book, Controligarchs, exposing the billionaire class, their secret deals, and their globalist plot to dominate us all. Congratulations on the book, Seamus, and welcome to the show. Seamus, I have to tell you, I'm excited to talk with you today about the oligarchs. I love people who tell it the way it is, and we're talking about billionaires in this country and around the world who should be called for what they are. They're oligarchs. They're trying to influence every facet of our lives in this country and they've been doing so for decades. So I'm excited to talk with you and for everyone to buy your book because it is, I think, a very important book. Let's get to it. Let's talk about everyone's, and I mean everyone's, favorite oligarch and dark force in America. I'm, of course, talking about your friend, George Soros. Yes, billionaires or uh, philanthropists is an even uh, kinder term applied to George Soros. He's a philanthropist. Um, That sounds nice. Yeah, so most people have heard uh, just about everything they think there is to know about George Soros. He's been up to his uh, funding of progressive radical schemes for decades. And, uh, you know, there, you know who, who hasn't heard of George Soros? But this book just goes deep into his financing network, uh, the left-wing dark money network. He's really the kingpin. And just recently, he has turned over his $25 billion dark money network to his son, Alex Soros. Alexander Soros is far, far more radical than his father, which who could think that's even possible? But indeed, Alex Soros wants to take this big slush fund and just pour it into uh, all kinds of causes like uh, abortion. And, you know, we just had this election last week where the Democrats made big wins on the abortion issue. That's Soros backed, of course. And also the, just elections in general. I mean, Alex Soros, if he lives to the age of his father, is going to be pouring money into our elections for the next 50 years. So there's some really, really scary things that people need to know. Yeah. And I'm and I wonder how many elections we'll have if he continues to pour money into these elections uh, and with the favor of big tech, uh, uh, social media uh, and, and much of, frankly, academia supporting him uh, because he supports them, of course. 
Yeah, that's absolutely right, Lou. I mean, you see these violent protesters. I mean, it started really with BLM, with the torching of good family-owned businesses and just the riots. But then you've seen it more recently with these pro-Hamas protests that we know these groups, these groups uh, that are, you know, they call them pro-Palestine, but they're really pro-Hamas groups, you know, just defacing college campuses, being violent, in some cases, in one case at least, uh, killing uh, an individual. So, so George Soros is funding chaos at every level of our society, right down to your local local school boards. Uh, he's now pouring money into sheriff's races. And if we lose our sheriffs, uh, if we get Soros-backed sheriffs, we're going to have big problems. Well, we've got we've got one down to Fulton County. Looks like he's uh, uh, certainly a Soros back sheriff. Uh, he uh, he looks like the perfect complement to uh, to Fannie Willis, the the district attorney there, who's persecuting, of course, uh, President Trump. So it's insidious, it's broad, uh, and it is powerful. Your thoughts on Zuckerberg and the and the magnificent seven, Apple and uh, Alphabet uh, and the rest. Yeah, the fangs, as they call them, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, etc. Um, certainly, the Zuckerberg, the Zuckerbucks had a massive effect. I mean, you talk about four hundred million dollars. That's actually, I mean, that's a huge amount by any, you know, by any stretch. I mean, the, you don't see that kind of money coming from one individual. Even George Soros uh, pours poured one hundred and fifty million. So four hundred million is a huge amount. But then you see it going to these uh, election offices and funding the ballot drop boxes and the get out the vote efforts. Um, he really figured out a way to make his money go a long way in elections. Now, the you know, there's some good news and bad news. Zucker, many states across the country are banning Zuckerberg, Zuckerbucks and, and the billionaire financing of the election infrastructure. And that's great news. However, uh, that that's not going to solve the problem, especially for people like George Soros. They can use their groups, uh, their you know their grassroots, so so called grassroots. You know, you see these grassroots with these new placards that were printed by the millions, and it's like you know how grassroots is it when the protesters are holding signs that were printed in bulk bulk purchases? But these these progressive groups that are funded by yes George Soros, but also uh, all of the characters in this book pour money into these get out the vote campaigns. I mean, that's not been banned yet and ballot harvesting that hasn't been banned yet in all the states right. that it needs to be and so uh and then aside from just the election infrastructure uh and the mechanics of voting the information control that they are uh you know the wielding that where most people don't even know the truth you can't even find the truth you know you go to google and you look on your facebook news feed you're not getting the truth and it's very hard to counteract this. You have to work very hard, as we at the Government Accountability Institute do. I mean, you've got to dig and dig and dig. It's a full-time job, and most people can't do it. It is truly terrifying when you sit back and take account, as you have, of the power of these oligarchs and the way in which they are using that power. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, for books like Clinton Cash, uh, Peter Schweitzer books, and right. Secret Empires, and Red Handed, we would use... Uh, Google in a lot of cases, but we have some very robust tools that help us sift through the mountains and mountains of data that Google returns. I mean, they, first of all, the results were good, but then even if there was something obscure and buried, some document uh, that showing the Russians were 
uh, investing in the uranium industry in the United States, for example, we would have, uh, they're called Google search operators. And you, you know, use these different word strings to bring up the results you need. Right. Google is now putting its fingers on the scales. Even we are having hard times getting to the bottom of things. They're flat out removing the information that you need to find. So it's a very alarming situation. And with AI, I mean, the, the speed at which AI, AI is being ratcheted up, these artificial intelligence products, it's like humans at Google were putting their fingers on the scale by tweaking the algorithm. Now they've got algorithms tweaking algorithms, making it harder and harder to find the truth. These are the most powerful corporations in the world, and you can name the CEOs of them. You, there are people in the, this country couldn't at one time name a CEO. It just wouldn't it wouldn't happen. You might somebody might know the name of uh, the chairman of General Motors, but now uh, whether it's uh, Zuckerberg, whether it is Jeff Bezos, uh, whether it is Bill Gates, you go through the list. Uh, it's it's stunning to think of the pub the public image and footprint they have, not just from their money, but now from their influence in national media. We're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Seamus Bruner, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now. We're talking with Seamus Bruner, author of the all-new book, Controlligarchs, exposing the billionaire class, their secret deals, and the globalist plot to dominate your life. That is one of the most uh, universal and powerful subtitles I've seen in a long time, Seamus, and it's every word of it is true. Well, let's turn to one of the more recent developments here, and that is the discovery that Dr. Fauci had a laboratory running out and the great state of Montana, and guess what they were experimenting with? Of course, the coronavirus and various forms of the coronavirus. And not everything went well, so they hooked up with uh, the communist Chinese, specifically in a Wuhan laboratory. What do you make of it all? Yeah, that was a shocking development. Perhaps not surprising, but it's really stunning that uh, Dr. Fauci has just played dumb on his funding of coronaviruses. The thing is, Dr. Fauci is really a bit player in the funding of virus research compared with Bill Gates. The book gets into the Fauci-Gates relationship, how it goes back more than 20 years. Uh, Bill Gates invited Dr. Fauci out to his 66,000 square foot mansion dubbed Zenadu 2.0 outside of Seattle in the late 90s and invited him to dinner. And this is really where 
built into the global health game. I mean, most people think about Bill Gates. He's this software salesman. He sells computers, et cetera. How the heck did he end up being the author of our pandemic policy? Well, Dr. Fauci joins Bill Gates out in Seattle and Bill Gates pledges to Fauci, I am going to fund your priorities and I'm going to fund the World Health Organization. I'm going to fund the National Institutes of Health. And from then on, Gates and Fauci have been thick as thieves. Uh, it was not Dr. Fauci, it was not even you know any of the health officials that you've heard of who authored a lot of these pandemic policies, uh, such as lockdowns and mask mandates. Those would come from Bill Gates. And we saw in the pandemic, that you know the lockdowns were lucrative. Companies like uh, Microsoft and Bill Gates himself that you know profited from everybody being locked down in their home. Of course, Facebook and Google. More people are using these tech products. But as far as the coronavirus research being done in the United States, I mean that is that is just uh, unconscionable, and that's you know something that bill gates should have to answer for too because he has been funding some of this gain of function tweaking viruses turning viruses into frankenstein viruses um and and so much more investigation by congress and oversight officials needs to be done on the billionaires funding this kind of research because they're the ones who make the money from the pharmaceutical products that follow uh, without question, I, I, I always have to give Rand Paul credit because he was trying to nail down uh, Dr. Fauci in every appearance and every way that he could. Uh, and probably for most people, that's the first time they ever heard of gain of function uh, and a suspicion that this uh, there was far more to what was happening in this country in the onset at the onset of the of the pandemic than anyone realized, uh, including uh, obviously uh, very important arms of the government uh, who didn't know what the the NIH was really up to. It, it's a stunning story, and it hasn't been told yet. I, in my opinion, uh, this is a drama and a, uh, a conspiracy that is worthy of, I, I think, at least two or three books. Let's talk about big tech and how why it is so impenetrable. And how is it that Stanford right there with Silicon Valley, for some reason, was selected by the Department of Homeland Security to be the leading component of a consortium to decide what is truth for the American people and provide us that additional service uh, uh, in the name of the federal government. Yeah, absolutely. And just a closing thought on the, the pandemic, and you're so right. I mean, this is uh, this is an ongoing issue. This is people think the pandemics in the past. No, the pandemic was a blueprint for the future uh, and the, the coming lockdowns, climate lockdowns. Bill Gates is already, in his words, preparing for the next pandemic. So it's a huge issue. And we need to look at this, uh, everything that happened in the pandemic as uh, as a blueprint for the future. And the book lays it all out. I would just like to add one thing that's the recent report. Only 3% of the population in this round of uh, scaremongering by the CDC, the NIH, and of course, the, the Biden White House, only 3% of Americans are, are getting the, the Moderna uh, Pfizer jab. Uh, and I think that is really telling because they have been trying to gin up uh, through their fear-mongering uh, that this is the arrival of a, a new variant that's more powerful, of course, than the one that preceded it by 15 minutes 
ago uh, and so on. And the, the American people are resisting it now. And I take great heart in that, don't you? I absolutely do, Lou. America showed the world, I mean, the rest of the world really surrendered to the lockdowns and the and the forced forced vaccinations and uh, the compliance rate in America. I mean, I'm in Florida, the state of Florida, the great state of Florida, and uh, right. I can tell you we did not comply. So that does give me hope for the future. Um, yeah, and, and just on the big tech stuff, I mean, that is was so central to the pandemic because it, the control of information is critical. There's some really sinister quotes from some health officials talking about why the control of information is so essential to making sure that people get their get their vaccinations and obey the health officials, stay locked into their homes. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know the the companies in Silicon Valley they profited immensely. And you're right to bring up this this Stanford relationship with Homeland Security. I mean, we saw through the Twitter files that just the the overlap between government when government works hand in glove with these big tech corporations it is truly uh, an oppressive tyrannical regime this is an in it seems an indomitable uh power uh, that we will have a very hard time in any way mitigating uh, and certainly not controlling yeah, that's right. I mean, step one is to uh, arm yourself with the facts, arm your friends and family with the facts. I know listeners of the great Lou Dobbs are among the most informed around, but you've got to spread the word. Uh, you need to jealously guard uh, what kind of information that you're consuming, your family, especially your children are consuming. Uh, and, and, you know, you've got to keep your data guarded. Because the, the way this AI is working is it is it knows more about you than you know. And so when you got to be conscious when you click these I agree buttons. Now that doesn't see, you know, how do you it's a pretty daunting mission I, you know, to go up against the most powerful men in the world, but it does start with being informed. And uh, this book gives you their playbook for the next five years. We're we're talking with Seamus Bruner, and the book is The Control of Garks. We recommend it to you highly, and we're coming right back with Seamus. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with Seamus Bruner, and his book is The Control of Garks. Uh, again, we recommend it to you highly, and it is an important read uh, in part because it brings us uh, the reality that we confront. And that is that our lives are not under our control. You're thinking on information, disinformation, disinformation, propaganda that is flowing principally, I believe, in this country from our own government, first and foremost. 
Yeah, exactly, Lou. Uh, and and you mentioned the, the you know the global these global elites. I mean, you, people need to pay attention to what's coming out of the World Economic Forum in Davos. Many people have heard of Davos, and they you know they know that the elites, the billionaires, they fly there on their private jets. But it is in Davos. It's this country club of self-anointed, basically you know masters of the universe, um, where. So many of the problems in our country and around the world, especially the problem of propaganda and censorship and disinformation are cooked up. I mean, our media elites and our government officials, they fly to Davos, they sit in these meetings uh, and they get the marching orders for how to enact censorship. They, and they come up with ways of packaging it under different terms. You know, oh, this is for safety and this is, uh, you know, to keep keep everybody uh, safe. Is This is why we need to censor people. Um, it's, it's really frightening stuff. It is frightening. And the elites, as they control information, there is there is no countervailing influence. What is government to do? And so long as it's under the control of Marxist Dems as it is now, this is sort of rounding the circle and suffocating the very idea of a, of a freedom, a liberty, uh, and individual freedom in particular. Yes, yes, it's a it's a big problem. Uh, and, you know, all, the thing I can say to give you hope is it's always darkest just before the dawn. Things feel pretty dark right now, but you do see that there is a great awakening happening amongst people. People are realizing, you know, moms and, uh, you know, for liberty types are going to the school board meetings and they're, everybody is becoming more familiar. You mentioned earlier that, you know, you didn't used to know the names of the CEOs of the big companies. Well, now everybody knows these names. And, you know, spreading the word, I do believe that Americans uh, are resilient and uh, we'll make it through all of this. But, you know, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of time, I can remember vividly a picture of Barack Obama with all the then chieftains of Silicon Valley at a what was obviously a dinner, uh, glasses uh, uh, hoisted and toasts and uh, merriment. But there was a president of the United States in shirt sleeves with all of the captains of technology uh, and the control oligarchs. And I mean, it was an impressive statement. And then you realize, my God, if government and the oligarchs have come together around one Marxist dim figure, i.e. Barack Obama, and they are in perfect alignment, how in the world are we to survive as a republic, a constitutional republic? And everything that has happened since the Obama administration, I don't know what the solution is. Do you? This, yeah, the solution is we've got to get the right people into Congress and, and you know, the oversight hearings and what James Comer has been doing with the Bidens while slow, um, it, you know, it is having an effect. I mean, they, it took about eight books working with Peter Schweitzer and following the political class to see that Congress doesn't have a whole lot of influence, but what little influence it does have is is useful. Um, but I mean, the number one thing is getting the right people in and waking up your friends and family and neighbors to, you know, all of all of the schemes that are mentioned in this book, from the food to the energy. It's a, it's a daunting task, but, uh, you know, I've got faith that we'll get there. Well, I've got faith and I'm optimistic as the as an X-Man. I'm also a fighter. 
And when I go into a fight, I, I know full well the odds when we're taking on government, uh, when we're taking on big business, big tech, big social media. Everything is big, uh, dwarfing the individual in, uh, in what was once the, the home of the, uh, uh, the free and the brave. Uh, we are, it's a daunting task without question, but made all the more daunting because those same technologists control the ultimate technology in a democracy, and that is the voting machines uh, and the uh, processes that lead to an expression of the popular will. It's all under the control of someone else somewhere remote from uh, the everyday life of any community in this country, unless you happen to live in Silicon Valley. Give us, we always ask our guests for, for the, we give them the, the last word here, Seamus. And I, uh, with that, could you give us your concluding thoughts? My concluding thoughts are, there are things you can do right now to stop the, you know, the subversion of our country. And, you know, they may seem small, but they make a difference when everyone does it. And that, that is informing yourself. It's, it's staying healthy. It's jealously guarding where your dollars are spent. Don't be funding your opposition. Don't be uh, sharing your data, which is very profitable to the opposition. Uh, you know, it's hard to say cancel all your subscriptions. I mean, the, the thing that these control oligarchs have done is make some very useful and convenient tools. So I know it's not easy, um, but I've, I've canceled most of my subscriptions and, uh, you know, you can get information from people like the great Lou Dobbs on the podcast. So uh, I just appreciate you having me here and uh, helping, helping make this book get out there to a wide, wide audience. Well, the book is The Controligarchs, and if I haven't said it enough, I'll say it one more time. Uh, we recommend uh, Seamus's book to you highly. So please buy it, read it, and, uh, and act on what Seamus is saying. And Seamus, we thank you for being with us here on The Great America Show. We wish you all the best. Come back soon. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Lou. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. Please join us tomorrow for The Great America Show. Join us each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight, and check out loudobbs.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.